The Kansas City Chiefs have had a stranglehold on the AFC West for the past six seasons, but for the first time in a long time, I feel confident that the Chargers could take home the crown in 2022. You are Locked On Chargers, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Chargers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up and welcome into the Locked On Chargers podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Wade, joined as always by my co-host, David Drogemeyer. We've been covering the Chargers together now for over six seasons. We're now heading into our fifth season as the host of the Locked On Chargers podcast, bringing you your team every day. Thank you guys so much for making us your first listen today. And to make sure you never miss the show, go subscribe to the Locked On Chargers YouTube channel and also follow the show for free wherever you get your podcast from. But David, today we are talking about team expectations. We talked a little bit about player expectations yesterday. And today I think the main focus is, you know, what is the Chargers final record going to be? Because after today we have crossover Thursday and then we're doing our final keys for success and predictions on Friday. But today, David, I wanted to look at, will the Chargers win the AFC West, right? What will their division record be? And if they don't make the playoffs or win the West, what is going to have to go wrong for that to not happen for them? We're also going to take a look at the offense, if they can repeat or even improve on what was a top five offense in 2021. And if the defense can live up to the hype, can they really get that big leap from the defense and from the run defense specifically to really fix something that was a huge problem for them in 2021? But this episode is brought to you by Brightco Jewelry and Watch Insurance. Brightco brings you comprehensive, fast, and affordable jewelry insurance for as low as $5 per month. Check out the special offer for Lockdown listeners and get covered in under two minutes at bright.co forward slash Lockdown. That's bright.co forward slash Lockdown. All right, David. Well, when it comes to what the Chargers need to do, I mean, it starts inside the division as always. Those are always the toughest game. The Chargers play in maybe the best division ever since they went to eight divisions. I mean, it's an incredibly loaded division with the improvements made by every team and just the longstanding reign of the Kansas City Chiefs. And David, I mean, it seems like every year we get to this point, it's like, are they going to make the playoffs? Maybe. But I don't know if we've ever been willing to say that they're going to knock off the champs. They're going to knock off Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. But this year, it feels like they actually could. It definitely does. I mean, just looking at what the Chargers have done, you know, they, they really feel like they have addressed all of their major deficiencies. Spare for one. Obviously, we'll see how their right tackle position. When they know, feel like they have, shakes right? Out. Yeah, they, felt, they feel good about it. I mean, how, they, how could they not if they didn't bring anybody else in from outside the building to play right tackle? So they definitely feel like it's going to be a much improved position. But, you know, this this Chargers team, it was pretty obvious what their deficiencies were. And I feel like and everyone else around the organization feels very comfortable and confident that they went out there and emphatically addressed those deficiencies in the offseason. So I don't think it's a question of if the Chargers can win the AFC West. I think it's can they put it all together and stay healthy to be able to go out there and do it. Well, I mean, this is where you're answering that question, right? It, it's a yes or no question. So, David, if you're putting your money on it right now, are the Chargers going to win the AFC West? Yes, I do believe the Chargers are going to win the AFC West this year. I think they have the most complete roster in the division. I feel like they have continuity uh, with the offensive coaching staff in particular. I feel like they have addressed all of their needs on defense. Obviously, special teams is one thing I, I am very uh, – worried and nervous about sure. I mean how could you not be after what you saw in the preseason but offensively and defensively I mean two of the most stacked units as far as high-end talent 
and depth that they have accumulated um, in a very, very long time. So I say, yes, the Chargers are going to win the AFC West this year. I'm somewhere calm between, you know, I still need to see them prove it, but it, I think this year they can do it, right? And that's yeah. the thing is, I mean, it's been so long and every year that the Dark Horse candidate, I mean, I think this is the year they upend the Chiefs because I think it's kind of a failure to some extent if they don't with all the yeah. additions that they've made. Plus, the Kansas City Chiefs losing someone like Tyreek Hill, right? Losing someone like Tyron Matthew, losing one of their best cornerbacks from last year. So, like, yeah. they've definitely lost guys. They brought in replacements. We'll see how that all fits in. They brought in like three receivers to try to replace one in Tyreek Hill. And it's not just the Chiefs. Still right? don't You're think awesome. it's enough. No, probably not. But it is also the Broncos weren't really a true contender to win the division last year. I think they are this year. I mean, I think they're at least right there with the improvements. For them, I think there's just so much more up in the air with, okay, first, how does Russell fit, right? Obviously, they should yeah. get more out of their great receivers that they have now that have been held back by quarterback play. But with a first-year head coach, right, a new GM, all of those other factors, I think that's something yeah, new that defense, could... new defensive coordinator. Totally. Yeah, so. And, I mean, there's some questions about their defense, as there is about every defense. But yeah. the Raiders, I think, just have the most obvious holes. So that's why in this conversation, I don't know if they're a true contender for the AFC West ground. They would be my last pick, at least if I was breaking it down today. But I do think the Chargers can win the AFC West. I think they can go 4-2 and two in the AFC West. And I think they kind of need to, David, because I think if you're a good team, you go and beat good teams. So I think anything less than that, even inside the division, is uh, really is disappointing. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you, actually. I have them going 4-2 and two in the division this year as well. I have them sweeping the Broncos. I feel like that is a, a very possible situation there. I feel like they're going to Sweeping split. the Broncos, but not the Raiders? Or are you having sweeping both of them? No, yeah, not 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 the Raiders. So 1-1 one one versus the Raiders, 1-1 one one versus the Chiefs, 2-0 versus the Broncos? Yeah, that's how I have the split there. I feel I just feel like those Chargers-Raiders games are always slobber knockers, and you know, <laughs> they're not always going to go exactly how you want them to. So, I mean, I'd love to see them do it, um, but I have to, you know, it's kind of like you. I have to go watch. I have to go see them actually do that. So without, you know, obviously the benefit of, of being able to see it, I'm going to go with 4-2 and two and have them sweeping the Broncos, yeah. Let's look at this question, David. If they don't make the playoffs, if they don't win the AFC West, what do you think has to go wrong for them? What has to happen in a Charger season that they don't reach those goals specifically? Yeah, first and foremost, it's catastrophic injury. I mean, if any anybody totally. major gets hurt, then yeah, that that's gonna have a massive impact. I'm not gonna put any names on it because I'm I'm definitely not gonna jinx anybody. But if that happens, if anybody major gets hurt, then obviously that would be a big reason. And also protection breakdowns. I think you you have confidence, you know, in, in the guys that you're adding to the offensive line with Zion Johnson at right guard, but he is a rookie, right? You don't know exactly how he's going right. to perform. And, you know, you have a right tackle in uh, Trey Pipkins that is going to be starting full-time for the first time in, in his four-year NFL career. And he looks improved. He looks like a better player. But, you know, these guys have to go out there and work together, be cohesive and go out there and play good football. And so that they're definitely going to have to prove it. Um, that's what gives me some pause for sure, as far as what the, the Chargers will have to do or have to avoid going right. into this season. Yeah, I mean, with mine, it was, you know, injuries to several key starters. I think they yeah. can overcome some guys, right? Yes. Some important guys because they do have better depth. The run defense doesn't improve, right? Yeah. The defense doesn't live up to high. That's another thing that would have to go wrong. Sure. The right tackle situation does come up to bite them, right? And I think terrible luck on fourth down is another yeah. way, right? They just yeah. they come way back down to earth. Things keep breaking the wrong ways like we've seen in so many Charger seasons. I don't think those things are going to happen, but I think it would be a combination of those things if they were somehow to 
underwhelmed so much that they don't even like get into the playoffs. But yeah. Dave, we said they're going to win the AFC West. Now it comes down to what is it going to take to win the AFC West? So when you're looking at your final record prediction for the Chargers in 2022, what are you going with? Yeah, I mean, I have the Chargers doing very, very well this year. I think a lot of people are going to be very happy with my prediction. Uh, I just really do feel like this this Chargers team is stacked, and I, I do feel like this is going to be a very, very good for you, good year for the Chargers to the tune of a thirteen and four record. I went back and forth on thirteen and four and twelve and five because I was just unsure about how the Chargers were going to do against the Colts late on uh, late in this season and that's where sure. they're really going to have titans one of the too. truest tests of that new revamped run defense and yeah the titans as well uh but I, i'm a little bit lower on Tannehill. Uh, i think he's really you know he's going to be going downhill this sure. season I, I just i feel like that's going to happen uh but the colts game is what really made me go back and forth but ultimately i think i do believe in the chargers new revamped run defense and that's why i'm going 13 and 4 i feel like 13 i mean 13 and 4 almost certainly wins you the division right especially yes. if you're splitting with the Chiefs in the regular season series i wasn't quite as optimistic and i'm super high on this team i think the over under for them i bet online is somewhere around 10 so like it, that is you know well over kind of what they're expected and it's an incredibly tough division it's an incredibly tough conference as well in the afc which is loaded i have them going 12 and 5 and i think that's at least good enough for a you know, division share of the lead with the Kansas City Chiefs, if not yeah. just outright beating them with them maybe coming back to earth a little bit after overachieving definitely down the stretch last season. That's for sure. I mean, they went on a heck of a run. But, yeah, I think 12-5 and five for me is where it's at. I mean, five losses coming from what they were doing last year. I think the improvements kind of warrant that kind of improvement record rise. And I do think there were some tough breaks last year that they could not face this year. And I do think just the continuity and everything, Brandon Steely not being in his first year, I think all of that stuff plays a major factor. But overall, just the amount of talent that was added, the amount of spots that were shored up. I mean, I think you can look at the offense and really wonder if there was a single position in which the offense got worse, right? When you're going position by position. And we're going to get into that. And if the Chargers can repeat a really dominant offense performance in year one of Joe Lombardi in 2021, or if they can maybe even improve on that and talk about some bold predictions that we have for the offense as well and we're going to get into that coming up right after this but first i need to tell you guys about something that could definitely save you and that is brightco jewelry and watch insurance and this is something i had nightmares of when i was planning on getting engaged to my now wife and that was what if something happens to the ring especially in the proposal like i've seen so many crazy videos of somebody going to propose and then all of a sudden the ring is gone right you're on a helicopter date right and all of a sudden that ring takes a tumble out of the helicopter and you're sat there looking dumb. God forbid it ends up on a video, right? And now you're just the infamous guy that lives on all social media that lost your wedding ring, right? Or lost your engagement ring when you went to propose. Now you live forever in infamy. But with, with Brightco, you don't get any of that. That's the great part of it. Brightco is going to save you that headache. The lesson is you don't want to be that guy and you certainly don't want to be splattered all over the internet. The guys at Brightco Jewelry Insurance will make sure you get a replacement for the full value of that ring, no matter if it's last stolen or just can't figure out what happened to it. Something I can relate to. Go to bright.co forward slash locked on. It's the fastest and easiest, cheapest way to cover yourself with the best jewelry insurance in the business. I also need to tell you guys about the Elias Game Plan app, something I'm very, very excited about and something I've been using constantly since I found out about it. And one of the things I love about the Elias Game Plan app is it's going to bring you the best information, the best stats 
of anywhere in the business. I mean, I think a lot of times you go to websites and you'll be like, I wonder if that stat is the same as this other website stat. And if it's not, which one do I use? Do I use, you know, this website and just trust them? Or do I use, right, a different website and trust them? With Elias Game Plan app, you don't need any of those things because you're getting the same place that all of the big time leagues use, the same place that the NFL uses, the NBA uses, the MLB uses. The Elias Game Plan app is the only sports app with the most trusted sports stats. The Elias Sports Bureau, the official statisticians of the pro sports leagues that you love. They're at lets you get access to player stats, head-to-head team comparisons, and Elias insights from the Elias Sports Bureau research team. And with new features like player injury analysis available all the time, you can take your game to the next level. NFL season is right here, guys, this weekend, so don't wait. Download the Elias Game Plan app today. And right now, we have a special offer. If you guys subscribe now, you will get a 14-day free trial for a monthly subscription plan, but only if you use the promo code Locked on NFL. That's promo code Locked on NFL. Make sure you find the Elias Game Plan app at the App Store or the Play Store today. All right, David. Well, we talked about what the Chargers' final record is going to be. I think people will be stoked on that. I mean, that's a playoff team for sure, even in a loaded AFC West. But I think with this team, a lot of it comes with assuming that the offense is going to be just as good as it was last year, right? And I think when you take a deeper look into that, there's no reason to think, right, that they won't be. I mean, I think it would take major regression from a few guys that we already know play well, and I don't necessarily see that happening. Guys like Corey Lindsley right, or Matt Filer, guys we're just assuming are already going to be good. Because if you look at the biggest question spots, even if you still have some questions there, David, I mean, if you're looking at, like, this offense pretty much improved at all of those positions this season, at least on paper, right? I mean, it's hard to look at this offense and look at one spot and be like, that is definitively worse than it was in 2021. I don't think you can. I don't think you can look at anywhere on on this offense, whether it be the wide receivers, whether it be the running backs, whether it be the tight ends, whether it be the offensive line, and say that they got worse because I think that would be a lie. I think that the tight end room got better with Gerald Everett and his ability to get those yards after catch and, and those yards after contact. Uh, which is something that was sorely missing from the Chargers. I feel like the running back room is a lot more complete when you have Sonny Michelle and you have an improved Josh Kelly, at least what seems to be an improved Josh Kelly. Yeah. And you you ha- include Isaiah Spiller in that room as well. I feel like there's a, a lot more talent there. Zion Johnson looks like the real deal, looks like a, a road grader and a great pass protector. It just seems like a natural fit. And Trey Pipkins does look improved. Obviously, we'll have to wait and see how improved he is. But there's no one spot that you can say the Chargers got worse because they didn't. Yeah, exactly. I mean, last year, they were the fifth in scoring offense, right? They were fourth in offensive DVOA. And I think, I mean, when you look at the teams that are up there with them as far as the best offenses in the league, the it makes more sense for them to kind of remain there than some of the other teams that are there. I think the Bills will still be there. They were third last year. But besides that, I mean, the Chiefs, you lost Tyreek Hill. You still have Patrick yeah. Mahomes. That's a great start. For the Buccaneers, right, you lose Gronk, you lose Antonio Brown, who was pretty good for them before he, you know, took his shirt off and ran off the field. (laughs) And then the Cowboys, I mean, will still have to deal with, you know, Zeke being another year older, losing Amari Cooper for basically a bag of peanuts. And now, 100%. Well, and I think also just, you know, when your left tackle, all pro, all world left tackle ends up getting hurt and Terry Hamstring is going to miss extended time, that's going to be hard to come back from as well. But, when you're looking at those positions, I mean, I think you're right. I mean, at right tackle, it's hard to imagine Trey Pipkins is going to be worse than Storm Norton was last year. At right guard, it would be improbable to me that the Chargers aren't going to get better out of Zion Johnson. They did between 
the you know combined Ode Ibushi and uh, Michael Schofield snaps, right? And Running he's gonna back, get better. He's going to get sure. better and better every single game too. Tight end, it's Gerald Everett over Jared Cook and Steven Anderson. Steven Anderson yeah. was good for them. Gerald Cook, Jared Cook. Still ended up, you know, putting up decent numbers, but obviously there was different frustrations there. Yeah, I mean, I don't think you can look at it and say they obviously got worse at any one position. And I think you could also argue, hey, Herbert's going to be better, right? Some of yeah, these yeah. young players like Josh Palmer could be a lot better this season. The running backs behind Osnick, or like you said, should be much, much better. Those are all reasons the Chargers could improve from what was already a dangerous offense. But I think one of the things from an offensive standpoint, David, that I think could be a lot better is the Chargers rushing attack because I think mm-hmm. last year it was pretty average. I like what the Chargers have up front this year. I think Zion Johnson's going to be an improvement in the run blocking, and I think Trey Pipkins has always been a better run blocker than Storm Norton is. So when I'm looking at, you know, what could happen this year, what could change them for the better, I look right there start. Definitely. I, I think the the run the, the running game itself is going to be a lot more prevalent because I feel like the Chargers are going to be playing from a position of strength a lot more often this season. Yeah. I think they're going to be uh, having a lot of leads, and I feel like they're going to sit on those leads by being able to run the football, being able to choke the clock, be, being, being able to really just wear down teams and smother them into submission. And that's going to be, you know, coming from a multitude of runners that they should have a lot more confidence in this season. Yeah. And I mean, I think as far as the running game goes, it's like Brandon Staley wants to dictate to other teams, right? What they're going to do. Like one of the things he's really tried to work on is just the physicality on both lines and the trenches on both sides of the ball. And I think that is something they will be a more physical team up front on both sides. And we'll talk about that defensive front in the next segment. But I think with the offensive line and the running backs, I mean, Austin Eckler is not going anywhere. I think he's going to get better around blocking this year, which could lead to a much more efficient season, right? And I think between Sony Michelle, who was in front of Isaiah Spiller in the Chargers for that first step driver behind Josh Kelly, I mean, that's a pretty good, you know, 2A, 2B situation right now. And that's without kind of the wild card of Isaiah Spiller, who could obviously improve that group as well. I'm very high on him. And it brings me to my offensive bold prediction, David, which I think the Chargers will be a top 10 rushing offense. In 2022, last year, they were 21st in total rushing yards, 15th in yards per carry. I think both those numbers get better this year, and I think they end up with a strength in the running game, something I can't remember ever talking about with the Chargers for, I mean, maybe since LaDainian Tomlinson. Yeah, no, I I think that's a really, really good one. I love that bold prediction. I I mean, hey, when you had LT and you had Darren Sproles and you had Michael Turner Turner, all in the same backfield, oh, my goodness. I mean, it was nightmare after nightmare. And And it was three guys. Obviously, LT could do it all, but it was three guys that had different styles that all complemented each other. And I feel a long time ago. Yeah, it was a very, very long (laughs) time ago. But I do feel good about this Chargers running back room, too, and how they complement each other. I like the kind of mix that they have as far as youth and and experience is concerned. My offensive ball prediction centers around the offensive line. Last year, the Chargers gave up 31 sacks. I don't think they are going to give up more than 22 sacks this season. I think they're going to have a giant, giant improvement in that situation. I think Herbert, with his comfortability in the offense, is going to be another reason and also I mean, Herbie, I think, is going to be a little bit more mobile. I think if he sees those opportunities, he's going to take off. I just don't see the Chargers giving up that many sacks. I feel like it's going to be a marked improvement in that department this year. 
Yeah, I mean, that's a great call. And that will be huge for their offense because that's another thing, too, is, you know, maybe with better protection, maybe with more trust in the protection, maybe with better protection from the running backs as well and the pass protection from those dudes, maybe that unlocks some things deeper down the field for the yes. charge on earlier downs and more frequently because more obviously aggressive. I mean one of my favorite like standstill shots of the preseason was I think yeah, I can't remember who posted but it was just Zion Johnson pass protecting like by himself and the rest of the line like five yards back <laughs> yeah. and you know when that's in front of Justin Herbert that's going to be a scary thing for defenses to have to look at because I mean you don't want to have to cover for very long against that dude I'm very happy with what the offensive line has looked like so far especially with Zion Johnson that could be a huge X factor into the Chargers being better offensively, which is crazy because they were already one of the best. But really good. what wasn't the best, David, was the defensive side of things, which I think <laughs> we can all agree on. And one of the worst defenses in the entire NFL. But they improved on a lot of positions, you know, a lot of one for one upgrades, a lot of depth spots that they upgraded as well. But the run defense has to come through. Right. And they have to be able to create more turnover. So we're going to talk about what our expectations are for the Chargers defense coming up after this, but I would say that the Chargers would have more than a top 10 defense potentially this season if everything comes together. But when I'm looking at projections, I'm talking about my favorite daily fantasy site, and it is prizepicks.com. And I have some things cooking already for week one. We talked about kind of, you know, if you guys want to go on price picks, we talked yesterday about how we think some of these Chargers players are going to do more than less than what their projections are with price picks. And that's what I love about Prize Picks. When you go to it, it's not the same old thing. You're going just against Prize Picks projections. So you they put the number up there. For example, Keenan Allen, 62 and a half receiving yards week one against the Raiders. And you decide if they're going to go more than or less than that number. I'm going more on that one. And Justin Herbert, 280.5 passing yards in week one. I mean, we see where David's going for the podcast audience. He's saying way more than that. I mean, it looks like it. So that's where I'd be looking, but there's also season-long ones. You guys can still get in on that action right now. And basically what happens is you pick two to five players when you go to prize picks, and if you win those projections, you can win up to 10 times what you put in, right? You can win 10 times your money just off that one projection and with your selections. There's no competing against other people, and you can do every major sport imaginable, NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL, college football, MMA, you name it, you can find it at prize picks. And at Price Picks, you're going to get all the best things. It's going to keep it so interesting. I mean, I know I'm so excited because it is football season right now, right? It's the best time of the year right now. And with Price Picks, you guys can take advantage of what is going to be for sure a banner season with Price Picks. But right now, since you guys listen to this, we have an offer for you. If you download the Price Picks app or go to PricePicks.com to sign up for the Daily Fantasy Sports, first-time users can get a 100% deposit match bonus. That means up to $100, you could put $100 in and get $100 from Price Picks. You could put 50 in and get 50 from Price Picks. So make sure you guys enter the promo code locked on so you can get that special offer. That's promo code locked on for that instant deposit match up to $100. All right, David, well, we talked about the offense in the team as a whole, but I think there's one thing we do understand, and that is if the defense doesn't get much, much better. The Chargers aren't going to reach what their expectations are, right? They're not going to get to the promised land that they're trying to get to. They're not going to be able to survive, I think, in a really, really loaded AFC. And I think when you're looking at how much better the defense can be, I think as a whole, you're feeling much better about it just as far as the overall talent. You add guys like J.C. Jackson and Kyle Van Noy and Khalil Mack and Sebastian Joseph Day. The list goes on and on. 
But where did you see, where do you think the biggest improvements are going to come from, right, David? As far as, I mean, it's hard to say they're going to get worse at any position defensively. I mean, I think that's a different conversation than the offense. There's so many new faces. So many of them should be improved. But where are you looking at is, you know, the reasons you're kind of taking in as far as why you think the Chargers defense could be much better in 2022? Well, it all starts up front, Daniel. It all starts up front. And the Chargers got a lot better up front on the defensive line, bringing in Sebastian Joseph Day, Austin Johnson, Khalil Mack, guys that are absolute dogs. Yeah, they're physically imposing. They have had a lot of success. Super Bowl champion with Sebastian Joseph Day. Uh, Guys that are top 15 run stop percentage, Austin Johnson and Sebastian Joseph Day and Khalil Mack. Just as good as a pass rusher as he is as a run defender, a guy who believes in getting bloody before you get your money. Uh, I think that you know th- those guys are going to have a tremendous impact on the quality of the run defense because it's going to allow those linebackers to flow, um, and those those go those big hogs up front are going to do damage. I, I feel like that is going to be the biggest reason why the Chargers' defense as a whole is much better in 2022. Yeah, I mean, those are all good picks, right? I mean, I think it, there's even more than that. I mean, these are all the ones oh, yeah. that I had on my list. I mean, just even J.C. Jackson over Asante Samuel Jr. and Michael Davis, right? Because that's oh, yeah. really kind of what it is. Plus Bryce Callahan over Chris Harris Jr., Mack over Nuosu, Kyle Van Noy, first of all, just that linebacker gives you way better depth, I think, than you had last season. I'm not saying him over because you're right, but I think he makes you feel better about that. Plus, obviously, I think a big upgrade than the Chargers' third-best edge rusher last year, which really – was probably Chris Rump, who wasn't really kind of ready to take that role totally over yet. Austin Johnson, between you know him and Limbaugh, Joseph, Justin Jones, we'll kind of see, but just getting more snaps from Sebastian Joseph Day and less from someone like Jerry Tillery, I think really changes a lot. Well, and a better mix, defense. right? A better mix on the defensive line, getting guys and putting them in positions where they succeed best, getting Morgan Fox yeah. and Jerry Tillery in on those obvious passing downs and getting Fajoko and Sebastian Joseph Day and Austin Johnson in there on those obvious rundowns. A better mix, a better use of your players, another reason why it's going to be a lot more successful. Yeah, I mean, for sure. You have guys that are more fit for certain roles, definitely. I mean, even a guy like Braden Fajoko making the initial roster and him being as improved as he has, making it, you know, and and holding on to that spot and how competitive that defensive line room was. And you have Christian Covington now on the practice squad. Like that dude started Crazy. games for you and he couldn't even make the top six defensive tackles on your roster this year. And that was after being brought back. So, I mean, that is a, a room that has to be really improved. Right. But it is as a whole. I mean, it has to be all of those oh, yeah. positions getting better because it's hard to look at one specific position group. That was a huge strength for the chargers last season. I'd say probably safety was a big strength for them, but Outside of that, I mean, the depth there got exposed, and the depth now is better, and I think that is one thing that helps you kind of feel better about the defense improving. But one of the things is going to just be creating more turnovers, David, because last year the Chargers were 25th in interceptions. They were ninth in forced fumbles and 8th in fumbles recovered, and that'll be a little bit harder to reproduce. But I think there's a lot of reason to believe that this is going to be a team who's much, much better at turning over the ball, especially intercepting the ball in 2022. Yeah, I mean, they only had uh, 11 interceptions all of last season. I mean, J.C. Jackson had eight. He's going to do that by himself? Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, he's not going to do it by himself. Full prediction? But, I mean, Mr. INT, uh, definitely a turnover machine, and he obviously is going to help inflate that number as well as the pass rush, just allowing those guys to not have to cover as long and to be able to get, pick off some of those errant throws that are, are going to happen. I mean, when quarterbacks are under pressure, they don't make good throws. A lot of them, obviously only the best 
are capable of performing under pressure. Yeah. And that's a very small percentage of QBs in the league. So the improved pass rush of the Chargers is going to lead to more more turnovers. 11 interceptions, only 10 fumbles, only 21 total turnovers for the Chargers last year. I see that number improving by 10 this year. I think they are going to be exponentially better at turning the football over. And I think that's Derwin James getting interceptions. Is that your bold prediction? I, I think. I th- no, it's not my bold prediction. Um, I have another one for that. This is going to go even bolder. I I am a little bit, um, but you know it's it's all it's all fun here. But yeah, that's why. And hey, Nas also getting more interceptions. I just feel like they are going to get their hands on a lot more footballs this year, and they need to. I mean, being that low in the turnover margin is horrible, and you can't really expect to win a lot of football games when you're on that side of it. Yeah, and I mean, I think, you know, having a much better third down defense is going to play a huge part of that and like getting into more opportunistic scenarios, which are things the Chargers just didn't put themselves in enough of last season. (laughs) Yeah, Not enough third and longs, right? I mean, (laughs) as Daniel Jeremiah told us, right, this team is made kind of, you know, for the third and longs, for those guys to attack off the edge, for you guys who are opportunistic on the back end to take advantage of errant throws and rush throws and things like that. And, you know, Joey Bosa seems to have realized, hey, I can just rip the ball out of the quarterback's hands anytime right. I want to. But it starts on third down with the run defense. And I think there's still question marks there because it goes f- further than just the defensive tackles, right? You have to be better at defensive tackle and edge rusher, which they should be with Khalil Mack, and at linebacker because that wasn't a strength really outside of Kazir White last season. And your defensive backs have to be able to come up and tackle, right? Bryce Callahan and J.C. Jackson have to be better at tackling than the guys they had playing meaningful snaps for them last season. So are you buying that the Chargers run defense is going to kind of make that jump? It's going to be much improved this year. I am. Yeah, I definitely do do feel very, very good about the Chargers improving their run defense because they have guys that have done it in this league. You know, their yeah. track record proving commodities for sure. themselves. Exactly. They come in here. You already know exactly what they are and what they bring to the table. And when you bring in that established presence on your defense, it's going to pay dividends. And you're bringing in guys that understand the defense and have played in the defense before at every single level. So I think that is going to have a tremendous impact on the run defense and just the performance of the defense as a whole. Yeah. And I think to your point about the defense, I think a big part of that too is like going into last year, right? You were hoping for leaps from players to make those improvements, right? You needed it. Right. You but that, what I'm it. saying is, though, is listen, so you're banking on Nuchen and Nuosu to make take a leap. You're yeah. banking on Jerry Tillery to take a leap yeah. for Kenneth Murray to take a leap for Nazir Adderley to take a leap. Right. You had you. Those are players you hadn't seen do it, though. This year, you're just hoping that you can fit these guys into your scheme. And a lot of them have played in the scheme before and just maintain things they've already done and maintain yeah. a level of play that they've already proved they could do at this level so i think that's a lot different you're going at it from a much different angle yeah the pieces all have to fit yeah you feel a lot better about it because a lot of these guys have played in brandon staley's scheme or you know Vic fangio scheme something similar to that and they have so much more experience with those guys as well but the defense run defense wise i do think that the addition of the defensive tackles is going to help the linebackers right i do think the dbs they have now are better at tackling and is your is a much better tackler than he was at the start of last season Derwin James is a menace, right? Your Bryce Callahan, I think, is pretty solid in the slot coming up in the run game. I think that's one of the things they love about his game. And, I mean, I think, you know, you need guys like J.C. Jackson and, you know, Asante Samuel Jr. to kind of get back to that physical ruggedness he had early on for sure. 
But I am feeling so confident that is where my bold prediction is, David, because not only do I think the Chargers are going to have a top 10 total defense in 2022, I think they're going to have a top 10 run defense. I think they're going to improve it that much where it's going to be night and day. I mean, we've seen it can work with this scheme. The Rams did it, right? In 2020, the Rams were the third best rush defense in the league. They obviously also had Aaron Donald and a lot of different other things, right? (laughs) But the Chargers have Khalil Mack. The Chargers have Joey Bosa. The Chargers have, you know, Sebastian Joseph Day, guys who can prove that they can stop the run. So for me, I think the main part of that is just this. It's not the scheme's problem. You can run this scheme and teams are going to try to expose you with those light boxes. It can be run and you can get a dominant run defense in this scheme. I think the Chargers have the pieces now to get closer to that. I'm not saying they're going to be third like Aaron Donald's Rams. I think that they could be top 10, though. That's how bullish I am on the improvements that they've made there. That would mean an absolutely complete 180 turnaround for the Chargers. 100%. Because it's, it's so it's impactful. Yeah, it's very, very bold. But I, I, actually, I, can, <laughs> I can see it, though. I can see it. Hmm. I mean, 140. I mean, that is a lot of rushing yards to give Oof. up on a game in and game out basis. I definitely see a marked improvement they should be so much more physical too right i mean like joseph day austin johnson morgan fox kyle van noid even troy reader like these guys are are gonna throw you to the ground and talk trash in your face after they do it absolutely dogs all over for my bold prediction here i i'm talking about two guys that just have a unique knack for getting the football out of quarterbacks hands i'm talking about khalil mack and Joey Bosa, and I'm going to say that they are going to combine for 13 strip sacks this <laughs> season. That would be insane. I mean, Joey Bosa had, what, seven last year, and he led the league? Like eight. So, yeah. Or, yeah, so somewhere around that, I mean, you'd have to have two guys who are near the top of the league. And, I mean, Quill Mack did have his best forced fumble season when he spent time with Brandon Saley in Chicago, so that is something that, you know, he definitely tapped into but hasn't been as good at since. We can tell this team puts a huge premium on it, and we know how much they are doing in practice, right, to really emphasize that. And I think the Chargers, you know, could fall on more fumbles than they did last year. They only got about Please? half of the fumbles <laughs> that they knocked out, including one by Drew Locke, who actually fumbled into a first down, you which we don't have to up. get to. You had but, to yeah, I up. mean, the Chargers defense should be a lot better. There's no excuses now. The depth is better at a lot of positions. That defensive tackle is much better. At edge rusher, I mean, even Conway Noy and Chris Rumpf, that group of four, if we're including Van Noy there, I mean, is much, much better than where the Chargers yeah. were at last year. The defensive backs, I mean, one of your starters from last year is not going to play, you know, either Michael Davis or Sante Samuels Jr., at least start. So, I mean, I think there's just a lot of optimism with this unit. The special teams, <laughs> I think we're both kind of like wait and see mode. That one we're not going Very to try to though. predict. I think the punting unit should be better. The coverage and all that stuff, it's all been bad so far. But also, how could they be worse? So that we're kind of in a you know weird purgatory there. But I think it's fair to say that me and David have very high expectations for the Chargers this season. This seems like the season where the curses can be broken, where the demons can be exercised, and this team can buck the trends that seem to have held them back for so long, right? Like, it's just been such a narrative around this team. Yeah, They can buck it this year. They have the team to do it. I believe they have the coach to do it, and he's going to have to prove it as well. But that is going to wrap things up for today's show. But don't fret, guys, because guess what? Tomorrow is the first crossover Thursday 2022 edition. And of course, we have your boy Q, who always brings it from the Lockdown Raiders podcast. Super excited to chat with him about what's going to end up determining this game because there's some key matchups 
I think the Chargers should be heavily favored and some things the Raiders should be worried about. We'll see what he has to say about it. But until then, to make sure you don't miss it, go subscribe to the Lockdown Chargers YouTube channel if you're watching now. Hit that subscribe button and you can follow the show wherever you get your podcast from, whether that's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever. It's free and available every single day. And make sure to rate and review if you like the show as well. We always very much appreciate it. You can also find the show on all of our social media. You can find me on Twitter at DanTalkSports and David Drogemeyer on Twitter at DrogTalkSD. The DMs are always open. You can find the show's page at LockdownLAC, and you can also find us at LockdownChargers on Instagram and our Lockdown Chargers Facebook page. If you guys want to get your reactions into the game this weekend or make your predictions, you can call into 323-524-7924 and get to the Lockdown Chargers voicemail line. We'll be getting heavily into that probably on Wednesdays during the regular season. But make sure you guys are back here tomorrow with your boy Q in the Lockdown crossover event of Week 1. Raiders, Chargers, we'll be back with you guys tomorrow. Until then, take it easy and go Bulls.